0: This episode of the podcast is brought to you by packing yourself into a box and shipping yourself to your ex-girlfriend who has a restraining order against you just to get inside. gentlemen welcome back to roll the credits the podcast the only podcast that is actually ran by witches i'm frank
1: i'm zach and we know that in this remake.
0: (laughs) (laughs) and today we are doing 2018's remake and i'm doing a little air quotations remake Mm -hmm. because it's very different than the original yeah um but we are doing 2018's suspiria which is a remake of 1977's suspiria by uh What's his name? Dario, um, Dario Argento,
1: mm-hmm. um, which I heard he was actually really pissed off about this remake.
0: I I can I can see why. Yeah, I'm going to. I right before we started the podcast, I actually said this to you. Listen, I'm a big fan of the original Suspiria. Mm-hmm. I I like 1977's um, Italian horror like that. I like Italian horror.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Zombie is really good too.
0: Uh like you know, it's there's just there's so much to unpack on 2018's Mm -hmm. suspiria and there's not a lot to unpack in 1977's yeah it's kind of just straightforward there's so like the big thing and i know this might be a little controversial if you if you really enjoyed the 1977 um suspiria if that's like a classic to you or it's like one of your favorite horror if you're a big horror movie fan if you if you haven't seen it i would recommend it Mm -hmm. um to some people it's like the greatest horror movie ever made Mm. um I am now now that I've seen the remake twice I actually think that I'm leaning more towards the remake a little bit more um the original doesn't really have a plot Mm -hmm. um and I was very scared I was actually like I don't know I think that some people were probably like oh of course they're gonna remake Suspiria I was actually pretty shocked to learn that they were remaking it because it's so I can't imagine remaking it
1: yeah well I've I knew about the original Suspiria. I haven't gotten the chance to like sit down and watch it yet. But then, like, um, it was like a few years back, and I saw like this version out. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that seems like an interesting concept. And then come to find out, oh, it's a remake. And I was like, oh, fuck, okay. Yeah. Weird. So like
0: this movie or the original really doesn't focus on the dancing at all. Mm-hmm. Uh the plot is more of like Susie kind of investigating and then coming to the conclusion that they're witches uh and then finding that out and Mm -hmm. then killing them and then it ends in a giant ball of fire essentially (laughs) uh but it's hyper like the 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 lights and and the way that it's filmed it's so like heavily saturated and it's literally very um just like technicolor looking and Mm -hmm. this movie is not like that at all this movie is very much more subdued and like and like the color palette is much more uh, and i think this movie is beautiful and and we'll get Mm -hmm. to it um but you can't ignore the elephant in the room which is like this remake is barely a remake like pretty much the only like comp, like the only similarities that they have with one another is they're in a dance um uh studio stu- and like not and- a studio like a wherever like where where they live mm-hmm. um and they're witches and their and names like, general yeah yeah and the names <laughs> like generally for the most part this movie is very different because um the director of the 2018 one was pretty much like i kind i saw Suspiria like one time years ago mm-hmm. and i wanted to do a remake kind of based on my knowledge, like what I remember and yeah. kind of have like the overall essence of it, but it's very different.
1: Yeah. I mean, I know that like the, the original director for it, like when they were talking to him about like, Hey, like somebody else is making a, um, a remake of it. And he's like, well, if you're making like a shot for shot remake of it, then what's the point? The movie's already been made. Right. But if you're making a movie And like changing it around, then why would you call it Suspiria? Just make it something else. So he was very pissed off about this film. Yeah,
0: I I think that it merits the name. I think that it does a great job. And like I said, I actually think that it... it, I think it unpacks a lot of the stuff that the original doesn't. Because the original Mm. is more of just like a fever dream. Like it's just it's just like things happening and it's just like, what is going on? Like, where are we? What, what, what is the plot of this film? There is no plot. It's a Disney movie, but Uh, horror. uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like that's essentially what the original uh, is. It's
0: kind of like that. Yeah. Um, and this movie is not. So let's get into 2018's mm-hmm. um, Suspiria, which was uh, written, by, uh, excuse me, directed by Luca Guadagnino, which is the guy who made Call Me By Your Name. Yes. Which is so funny to me that, like, he went from Call Me By Your Name to this. Like, they're just so drastically different. I know.
1: I mean, he did use, like, some similarities with it, though.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, and uh, you have. You have fucking Tilda Swinton in this film playing three, three people. people. Yeah. So you have, her, Why? <laughs> you have her playing Dr. Kempler, who's like the kind of like he is kind of like what Susie was in the original, mm-hmm. which is kind of like the investigating, like what is going on. Yeah. Um, and you she's also playing Madame Blanc, who mm-hmm. is the, uh, the the teacher, the, the the teacher, and she also plays um Miss Marco. Miss Marco, who is The grotesque w- other teacher. W- we'll get there. <laughs> um you have Chloe Grace Moretz, who 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 we or Mortz, who we, mm-hmm. we spoke about actually with the remake in Carrie. Yes, um, she plays Patricia. She doesn't have a huge part. Um, Dakota Johnson is your main girl, and she plays Susie. Of I course. know you you hate Dakota Johnson. I don't. hate I think that her. she's I think that she's great in this film. Honestly, I, I,
1: I don't hate her. I just think Dakota Johnson is false.
0: I don't even know what that means. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have Mia Goth, who mm-hmm. I always appreciate in mm-hmm. a film. Um, and she plays Sarah, like kind of um, Susie's best friend during this situation. And um,
1: I like that she's getting more recognition, too, because she was also in um, X. X. Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, you have, for the most part, I feel like that's really it. Like when it comes to like real, real standout characters or like people that you should talk about. I yeah. think that um, uh, Elena Fokina d- deserves uh, a mention because she plays Olga. Yes. And boy oh boy, we'll get does, to she, does she make an impact in mm. this movie? <laughs> um, and that's pretty much like like your main cast and who you really care about. Yes. Um, I also want to shout out Tom York. Yes. For the was music tell, in this in this film, he does he does the score. Mm-hmm. Um, drastically different score than the original. The original is like. I mean, you, I've, I've heard some people literally say, like, I can't even I can't even get through the 1977 version because of the music. <laughs> like, it's too annoying. Mm. It's just, I can't sit through it.
1: Um, this was his debut, too, for, like, uh, making music for a film, for I think. For a score? Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. I know Johnny Greenwood, who's another Radiohead member, does a lot of film scores. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway... I think that he's worth shouting out because I think the score in this film is beautiful. I actually want to own this score. Mm. I think it's just ap- like, I mean, there's actual songs. Yeah. And in- I mean, the intro is a full song. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's kind of <laughs> like Watchmen, <Exactly. laughs> you know, um, it's a full song and it's beautiful. Um, and I, I, I think that, you know, I, I love Tommy York. So um, and what this movie is about, and I'm not going to read the IMDb uh, description because it's pretty straightforward what this mm-hmm. film is about. Um, this is a movie about a, a, a girl who is she's an American and she comes to this school, this dance school um, to live there and to become like, you know, she 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 meets Blanc, who's kind of like this iconic modern dance woman who who has made like really, really incredible work. And she's kind of renowned as like one of the greatest to ever be, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and she moves in and she takes her class and she be, ends up realizing that, again, the dance studio is filled with witches yes uh and what comes from that um i don't really have so we i this is my second time watching it i was pretty split on it when i first saw it mm-hmm. this time around uh, you from got, you, the from the opening from the from the opening shot I was like I think I'm going to fucking love this mm-hmm. and I really did. Yeah, this... uh, there's almost zero complaints from me. And the one complaint that I do have, mm-hmm. I'm still kind of 50/50 on. Really? Because there <laughs> is, there is something about it and I I think that I, I do want to talk about my complaint first. Mm-hmm. Um be, just because I have so much positive to say about this film. Um so the my biggest complaint honestly is the idea of like the backdrop of this film kind of being like Berlin and kind of the history of like what's going on. Like, there are real things that are happening in this film. See, I like that. So, the thing is, I liked it. I, I'm again, I'm 50 50 mm. on it because I liked it because it does make it feel realistic. Yeah. It does make it feel like this is happening in the world at this time. Yeah. But I, I also sort of feel like it was it never like it never really it, panned it, it, out it,
1: for anything. It never
0: like folds itself really into yeah. the story. Like if it's there was kind like of missile. just a backdrop.
1: Yeah, like if a missile dropped like halfway through or something like that so, it had like some kind of meaning to it.
0: Something but, because I I think that like and again, there's there's like there are pros and cons to it. Like the idea of of like a or like a metaphor kind of of what's going on outside is like pure chaos. It's Mm -hmm. war. I mean, that's the opening shot is just, you know, uh, is war. And then it kind of like leans into Patricia there in, in the midst of chaos. And then the inside of the studio is also chaos yeah so it's like there is no escaping it's like you're either you're either going to be killed by the witches or you're going to go out and be killed by you know the soldiers right Mm -hmm. so it's like i kind of like that dynamic of like there is no safe place to run the safer place Mm -hmm. is actually the with the witches ironically (laughs) um and so i kind of like that but again I, i do end up feeling slightly i i do feel like it rings a little hollow at the end of like when you come to the conclusion because I just feel like it was never really tied in. Yeah. And and that adds probably an additional ten to fifteen minutes to the film, which I never felt bored from the film. I think no. I I've, it's a two and a half hour long movie. Um I never felt bored during it. But I could see people being like, This movie's just way too long.
1: Yeah. I mean, there are like a few pieces that like you can kind of like shed off a little bit. Um, I did notice that too. Like where, like the whole thing of like Berlin War and like the witches, um, school. It kind of felt a little bit to me like what Guillermo del Toro does a lot, where it's like yeah. he likes to mix in like realistic war with like fantasy elements, right? Um, which I, I'm all for always. Yeah. Um, but I do believe that like there could have been like something added in uh, like with they- like the war, like because they kind of mention it a little bit where it's like the the capti like general or whatever that like everybody's kind of like basically rioting for um like they they like fully captured him and like he's not getting released and then they just say that over the news as like everybody's like around and then that's it like that's the biggest thing that they have for it they
0: do mention like there are like little things like um you know, Patricia goes missing. Yeah. And everyone's kind of mentioning it. And like the teacher, one of the teachers says something like, Oh, well, she was like a radicalist. She probably like went and joined them, you know? And she's like out there like fighting in the front lines with like, you know, like protesting and stuff. Or she got hit with one of the bombs. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. Again, I'm kind of 50, 50 on Mm -hmm. it. Like it's, it it, the, the, it it does kind of bring the film into this kind of realistic scenario and it does make it seem very real like there's a really great shot of Susie and Sarah talking to one another mm-hmm. um on top of like the balcony and you're looking at them talking but right in the background is the Berlin Wall I mean mm-hmm. the studio was literally across the street from the Berlin Wall <laughs> yeah um So like the idea, like it's kind of like it's always there, like don't forget, kind of. But again, I just feel like it was never truly fully utilized to its full potential. I I I do wish that there was maybe something just a little bit more to it. But I do think that um, Kempler's story does help it a little bit, so because he's got a whole like, like. A whole fucking other subplot in yeah. a movie about witches. like yes, that is like, It is, like, sorry, it's so sad.
1: It is, because, like, he really... Like, you learn that, like, he's really mourning the loss of, like, his wife, who was, like...
0: She went missing, essentially, yeah. and, he, and never, then, he doesn't know what happened to her.
1: Yes, and I'll be honest, like, watching this the second time around, like, I get Kempler's story a little bit more. Yeah. Because originally, like, when I first watched this film, like, the biggest complaint that I had was that, like, I didn't see where it matched up of, like, the witch's school and, like, Susie's story with, like, Kempler's story of, like, why he's kind of needed at the end for, like, this big ritual scene. Yeah. And, like, watching it a second time, it makes a little bit more sense to me because it's, like, he is the one that's been, like, investigating. He's interfering. Yes, he's interfering. He takes, like, the hook from them and, like, throws it in the river. So it's, like, he kind of is bringing it on himself. And this dude,
0: honestly, his character is involved with like kind of like what we did in exorcist three yeah in my opinion one of the best like jump scares ever oh
1: when he's walking with his wife and, like, and then the... she
0: disappears yeah and then he's alone and it's just so quiet and what he's was... like confused as to like where sh- what happened mm-hmm. and then it just cuts to the one witch like screaming and running at him see Ugh. i felt
1: i felt more annoying i was like my god like she's like 60 and she's running at him like it's not that scary like you could just
0: like well, he's like 80. Well, yeah, if you were 80, you could <laughs> and run she's away. she's a witch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, though, I found out that um, the girl that plays yeah. Anki
0: yeah. Yeah, um, that's is the actually... Yeah, Susie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, that's I really remember cool. seeing that, and I was like, oh my god. Yeah, that's... The first time I watched it, I was like, that's fucking cool. Mm-hmm, that's I, always, a, I always appreciate little nice things little like Nice little
1: tie-in, that. man. Yeah. Um. Other than that, like, I don't know, I don't feel like Tilda Swinton had to play
0: every character. She, she probably great. didn't, but she's great in all of them. Yeah,
1: I mean, like, I just feel like it was kind of like this added thing of like having to do like all these prosthetics for for sure for her being Kempler but I mean if if you didn't look it up you wouldn't be able to tell that that was that's the
0: thing right like her like there are some really bad old people makeup yes um this one I think is going to age like flawlessly truthfully yeah. like you you would never know in my opinion like if you did not look up that mm-hmm. that she played that the only thing that might give it away is the voice
1: maybe but maybe. not even really like no you, it, like she alters her voice yeah and that's really just a tilda switten thing like she's
0: she's, great. she's constantly. and i don't know her that well like i know little, she i know she played bob dylan yes um and, but she did she looked
1: great as bob dylan yeah yeah
0: um, and I don't really know. She's in a in a film that I keep seeing the trailer for. Like every time I go to a theater, mm-hmm. that is like I have no idea what the fuck it's about. <laughs> it's about like sound waves or something. I'm. It's like very oh, okay. confusing. Um, but it it looks kind of interesting. So I don't know. I definitely want to start like diving into her filmography a bit more because. I feel like she's choosing more interesting projects than like a typical actor.
1: Yeah. She was in grand Budapest too, as like the old woman. Yeah. 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 So again, she just likes doing like these very prosthetic esque designs that that, make her not look like her. She's very beautiful. She is. Yeah. She's very pretty. Yeah. Um, Okay, into good stuff.
0: Yeah, so like, thats all I look at planes, right? Because there's yeah. really not much uh, other than my normal
1: thing of Dakota Johnson.
0: But like, <sighs> Fucking it's learn your it's lines, really. dude. She knows her <laughs> lines. She does know her <laughs> lines, but just don't look like you forget them. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. So, fun thing. Uh, nice that like twice in one month we're doing a ballet movie that's not really about ballet. Ah, yeah. and I although like, they
0: do focus a bit more on the on the on the dancing in this movie, like I said,
1: I think they focus more on Black Swan. The entire uh, well, movie. Well, no, no, no. Is...
0: Sorry, I mean like compared to the original. Oh, like, yeah, the, yeah, The original, like they don't really. F- I think there's like, I want to say one dance mm-hmm. scene in the original. Yeah. Um. No,
1: that's what I was saying. Is uh, like we've done two ballet movies that yeah. weren't really ballet. Yeah. But um. And then you're also trying to like throw in the the summer ween type thing with like a couple of horror movies which is cool. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, so you mentioned it the color scheme. I love the color scheme yeah, in Yeah, so I, I looked it I, up
0: because I, I need I wanted to see what it was filmed on because it's fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um it it was shot on film. Okay. Um which I always appreciate of course. Yeah. Um and it was it was shot on this film called Kodak uh Vision 3 Ooh. 500T. They don't even make um, that anymore. So. <laughs> Um, and it's, it's a beautiful film stock, Mm -hmm. man. I mean, the colors are just, they're, they're not nearly as, as saturated as, um, as like the original, but it's just so, the movie is so good looking.
1: And that's what I liked is cause like, again, I was looking up between like the original and this and like Luca really had this idea of like, I want to do the opposite where it's like the, the original is very colorful and very like very vibrant and he wanted to make it like very dull and boring like grays blacks like uh like tannish whites like that's it and i think that adds to it if nothing else that kind of adds to the setting of being in berlin because it is like such a dull yeah abysmal time yeah so like it actually helps it where it's like it feels like you're kind of just you're kind of just fucked
0: being there. Um, <laughs> it's like no matter what. Exactly, yeah. kind of like what we were talking about. Like, you go outside, you're fucked. You go inside, you're fucked. Yeah.
1: And, like, making it where the time frame of the film is, like, during winter, it already feels, like, cold and harsh. So it's, like, adding more to that Yeah, just really helps it out with, like, the setting of the, the film. Really giving you the tone that, like, everything is kind of, like... You're, you're kind of screwed no matter what. Yeah. And I like that.
0: Yeah, I also wanted to... This is a film that, um... I don't we don't we don't usually talk about this very often because I guess it doesn't usually stand out as much um but this movie is like so meticulous and specifically the editing the editing is like so precise mm-hmm. and almost perfect I would say like when we get to their like final dance performance which is actually kind yes. of like their kind of ritual um uh, like Dude, the editing between that, bet- like all of the 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 really quick shots and the mm-hmm. and the arms, for like you know you know kind of like it's very um precise. Like everything yes. is very like choppy and, and like not choppy. Like I mean, they literally are like chopping their hands. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like like swinging their hands like kung fu kind of. Yeah, and, and, and it goes with the music so well. Yeah, it's perfect. And like the music and and the editing is just so perfect in mm-hmm. this film. Um, and I love how he also. Luca kind of um, made it feel sort of like it was shot in the 70s. Like those mm-hmm. like really f- quick like split zooms. Like yeah. those really I wasn't, intense zooms. I wasn't loving those. They only but do you'll... it like maybe twice in exactly. the film.
1: So I was like, okay. But like, that, it...
0: I do. that's honestly one of my favorite um, like camera zooms. Mm-hmm. I love that zoom to yeah, me. Like, well, that's
1: why like it feels so like 70s, 80s style. Yeah, so.
0: and, like it's kind of, you know, it's just paying homage. Um, and like there's that one scene where Dakota Johnson is sitting like looking at the camera kind of and and then tilda swinton's in the background but mm -hmm. they're both in frame which is or they're both in focus which is that very kind of like split screen like that's a very very popular thing that happened in the 70s Mm -hmm. uh i love that man i it it just looks so good
1: yeah i also really like how they split this up into acts because it feels again like a ballet play right yeah and you get to understand like a little bit of like you know what point of the film like you're really getting into, kind of like breaking it down for like somebody that like isn't too keen on films or like very knowledgeable. Like it kind of like sets it up for you where it's like you understand where like plot res like conflict resolution will happen. Right. Yeah. Um. I've mentioned before this has one of my favorite title sequence like title screens in films, and the reason why I came up with that idea for the podcast originally where it's like it's literally just Susie walking out of the train station and above it says suspiria yeah and i was like that's so clever (laughs) like you don't have to put like a full on title screen there but you have something where it's like okay we know what the movie's about
0: yeah it's perfect yeah um so i i like that this movie kind of it kind of takes its time right it's Mm -hmm. it, it, it but it it also it shows you it shows you what the film is capable of when when the scene with Olga happens. My and god! And then man. after that, it like it slows down, mm-hmm. and it's like this is what this is what we're capable of, and now we're going to like it's like a roller coaster yeah. ride the rest of the way. It's like slowly amping up towards the conclusion, which is insane. Mm-hmm. It's like um, here's a taste. Yeah, now yeah we're yeah, gonna yeah. we're gonna let exactly. you sit on and that, I, and I really like that a lot. I love the idea of like the intro, like you know, within the first half hour or so, mm-hmm. like giving you possibly one of the most disturbing and i mentioned this i remember during one episode i don't remember yeah. what the exact episode was but i but i brought up the the olga scene um one of the most like disturbing i mean dude this scene literally gives me chills and again yeah. it's it, it's it's like incredible editing too mm-hmm. of like dakota swinging her arms and removing her wrists and and her like shoulder blades like contorting and yeah. then that happening to olga
1: yeah like they're linked together and like I I think it's done very very well because you literally get like a scene of Susie just like moving slightly and then it happens to Olga like tenfold. Yeah, and we mentioned this too. I don't know if Olga is like a contortionist, a contortionist or
0: something. It has to be
1: right, uh, unless like you know you did some crazy effects to get this look. But I mean, I mean, it other, looks practical. Other than like the point where Olga's like up against the, um. The side of like the mirrored room, and like her face kind of yeah. starts to like melt a little bit. Yeah. Like other than that,
0: like her jaw starts like pushing out yes. and all that, or, or like Ooh. the or the, the ribs. ribs, the ribs, yeah,
1: yeah. Like other than that, everything looked very, very practical. Yeah. So it's like she's gotta be a contortionist. <laughs> like there's gotta be like a reason for that.
0: And like the crazy thing about it too is that. She's not even dead by the no. end of it. Mm-mm. They come in with those hooks. Oh yeah. And then pick her up. Oh my god.
1: The hooks are nuts. Yeah,
0: they look they look kind of like deer antlers, like mm-hmm. the the base of a deer antler and then it just like goes into the traditional hook. Yeah.
1: Um like when the cops come in later on to like investigate what's been going on and like they're just fucking with them right yeah and she's got like the hook on his dick and i'm like oh please no (laughs) like (laughs) calm down with that
0: (laughs) yeah it's uh it's pretty scary Mm -hmm. um it's also like you know something that i that i i thought was really clever was um i believe it was when dakota uh or when Susie is it's after she gets um, brought into the class so it's like it's not her first dance it's her second dance when mm-hmm. Blanc is like with the whole class and Susie's like I can I can do the dance mm-hmm. um, there's something that I don't know if you noticed I, I thought it was very clever and it, again it, this could be just me re- reading into things or it this could be the intention um, but when Susie says that I can do the dance I'm, I'm ready I'm prepared I've seen it a hundred times and Blanc you know gives her like the the white kind of she yeah. she you know puts a spell on her I guess essentially well, is she what gives her is. some she, of her power she, she links it between them mm-hmm. she links uh, Olga and and Susie together and right before she's dancing she's and she's like saying that I can do it and she's like preparing for it there's a woman in the background rewinding the music tape mm-hmm. and you just hear it going like <laughs> and I thought that was really interesting because I'm like I think that that was done on purpose mm-hmm. and and I think that that's kind of like things are about to get like weird mm-hmm. like this is like you know the weird kind of noise that that comes out of the tape of of you know like everything sounding backwards yeah is like kind of what's ha- going to start happening to Susie and in here is like things are about to go weird. Mm-hmm. I thought that was just clever editing and it clever was, It was cool. Making. Like,
1: I definitely noticed it. Yeah. Um, I I also really enjoyed the fact that, like, because this movie really could have went, like, a little too bonkers with it. Because anytime that you have a film or anything involving witches, nine times out of ten, you your mind kind of goes, like, it's the over-the-top of, like, Wizard of Oz. Like, I'll get you, my pretty. And, like, overcasting spells and, like, big hats and shit like that. Right. And for the most part, the movie is very subtle with the fact that they're witches. Like, yeah, they kind of, like, mention it out. Well, they um, the,
0: the first, the opening scene is Patricia being, like, they're witches. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> and, like, they're always watching. But, like, they're not, like, full-on, like, like, fucking with people witches. Like, other than, like, the two, um, I don't know, workers, teachers, whatever, that, like, fuck with the the cops when they come in. Right. Um, and then of course, Madame Blanc, like giving like the power to Susie for the dance, like to, to link with Olga. Yeah. Like other than that, they don't really, really use their power a whole lot, which I kind of like. Cause again, it kind of, grounded in reality exactly like we like if you were a witch in real life like you're not going to be casting spells like every other minute right yeah. like you're going to pick and choose when you're going to do it and then you're also going to do it in a way that like they're not like people aren't going to notice it they're not right. going to call you out on it yeah so i thought that was really well done
0: yeah because there, there's like you know it, it makes sense because you know they also are doing it for like specific reasons right mm-hmm. it's not like oh I'm a witch and I can, whatever, make things float. So I'm not going to, I'm going to, you know, take the peanut butter out of the cabinet yeah. <laughs> just like with my mom. Yeah, like, exactly. it's not like that. It's like, you know, they're, they are, they very much have like intentions. Like the whole plot of this film is essentially them trying to find a human vessel for mother Suspiriorum to mm-hmm. get into. I mean, not, I'm sorry, not her uh, mother. Uh, uh, Madam Marcos. Ma- yeah. Yeah. Madam Marcos is mm-hmm. going to be, uh, the, 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 that's the plot is like Marcos needs a body mm-hmm. to get into, which they chose as Susie. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was really cool when Susie first comes and she's dancing and Blanc like feels yes. her. Yeah. Like from a different room mm-hmm. and then just shows up. I'm like, that's cool.
1: Even too, like wait later on when they're learning the dance and like, it's getting to the point where, uh Blanc is trying to teach Susie like the jumping like you should be in the air like you want to feel the air and she's like no I want to stay like closer to the ground yeah and it's like again that push and pull of like Blanc being up and uh Marcos being down and like Marcos actually like you see oh, her claw dude, what a, like what a great touching fucking... the the ceiling oh like, reaching what a, for what her. A great it was super cool yeah like again the subtlety of this film yeah is what like actually shines
0: yeah definitely um and then so i mean again this movie's a very much like a slow burn mm-hmm. which i understand like i looked up the the um the ratings of this movie and it's pretty split yeah um not a lot of people like this film i guess uh, uh, i think yeah. it's just because it's not for everybody it's not a movie made for everybody listen
1: like i we said it before like it is like the time frame of the film like it is a long movie for most people yeah and maybe too like people that actually watch the original and really enjoy it there might not like it yeah and at the same time too it's like you said it's kind of a boring movie like at, at times
0: it's boring i guess but i don't know like i don't i, I hesitate to call it boring i because again i like i yeah. said i never found myself bored but i i can see other people being like this is boring
1: there are scenes that lag a little bit but like it's not it, it's all stuff that still is integral to the story
0: yeah i, I also really like how they how they utilize the dancing in this movie mm-hmm. because I, first off, I love how much dancing is actually in the film. Yeah. I like that, that it's utilized a lot more in this film. Yeah. Um,
1: Just like Natalie Portman, like uh, Dakota Johnson spent like oh, two yeah. years doing ballet. And
0: it's like, dude, she is, it's, it's cool because like when you first see her dancing, mm-hmm. there's no music playing. Yes. And like when there's no music playing, the type of dancing that, that they're doing, it almost seems like a, like a possession.
1: Yeah. It's a very like, Expressionist type yeah. dance.
0: It's really like interesting to watch. Like as a, as a as somebody who doesn't know much about that kind of dancing, they're performing um, a ritual. Well, right, but that that's the that's the cool thing is mm-hmm. like, I thought that was really clever about this film is that they use the dances to perform their like rituals mm-hmm. and like their sacrifices and stuff. It's yeah. like it's through dance which is really smart. Like when you get to the, to the, like to more towards the end where they're, where they're doing like their final dance set and they're all, first off the outfits are incredible. Like mm-hmm. the, it just the ropes. looks, it looks so good. Um, the color is beautiful. You have a uh, Susie with like the white paint over the mm-hmm. eyes and the mouth. Like, she, she looks great. Um, and it's like, they're performing their final ritual here, like to do this sacrifice for Susie, you mm-hmm. know, for her, for her body. And, um, and then it ends up getting messed up because of sarah yeah. uh essentially um, my god when
1: she broke her leg too yeah
0: man cuz they like open up like all these holes mm-hmm. Very and, like cool. dude when she's in that wherever the hell she is mm-hmm. and she finds patricia oh, and yeah. then that one girl that we don't really know who that is i don't think but it's Somebody, but she's like missing her foot and her hand, and mm-hmm. she's like crawling at her. Could be Olga. Oh my god! I guess I and, guess that might have been Olga.
1: And then you kind of see like Marcos in the background, like laughing later on. Yeah. So it's that. That's when like Sarah is just like, I gotta get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, dude. It is this movie. Honestly, made me uncomfortable. Like mm-hmm. the dream sequences alone the dream are sequences so fucking scary to super me. Super
1: cool, like very much like a Saint Maud vibe to me. Um, where it's just like
0: you know what it reminded me of, hmm. Uh the the videotape in the ring. Oh yeah, you remember those? Uh-huh. Where it's just like these it's like just quick random cuts shit. of just things. Yeah, it's like but it, it but I don't know, man. This movie just made me so uncomfortable it, with them.
1: Like it didn't really like set up anything in terms of like progressing the story, but it was like a nice little like it was a horror element yeah. to it. Like this was this was a point where it's like okay we might have had like a lull but you got to remember that this is a horror movie so here's just like some some random shit that's gonna freak you out <laughs> yeah and like it still like holds into the story because it's still stuff where it's like
0: well it does because it's like it's blanc Su- is sending yeah suzy her dreams and like, so yes. i guess it's to like test her to like mm-hmm. see if she can handle it yeah right i, I mean that's kind of what i took away from it anyway mm-hmm. is like Ken is Susie like the one because like it seems like they kind of mentioned that like somebody else was here and I guess it was Patricia right who was Mm -hmm. like the original one and and then it didn't work out
1: yeah because she got too freaked out right
0: so it's like we need to we need to test her so like we're gonna send her these dreams and if she doesn't freak out if she if she can take it then like you know then then we're one step closer to her actually being the vessel Mm -hmm. which is it's cool Mm -hmm. but it is fucking scary in my opinion Mm -hmm. this movie made me uncomfortable like yeah. and that doesn't happen very often. I mean, again, it's just like Black
1: Swan, where it's like dancing can be scary.
0: Yeah, um, uh, yeah, the whole thing with Sarah finding Patricia down there is just—it's so fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when we get to the ending, like the real the last real ending,
1: thirty minutes of this film is nuts.
0: Yeah, so I I will be honest, I do wish that they decided when when they end up going for the full blown like sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You you see. Um, you know, Blanc is down there, Suzy Susie is down there fully like ready to give herself, um, and and everybody's down there doing all their crazy dancing. Mm-hmm. I do kind of wish that they decided to play homage they de- yeah, they decided to pay homage to the original where like that's where everything went like super neon lights. Yeah. And like everything was kind of just like unrealistically like lit. Well, I mean, they
1: kind of did with, like, the red, but, like, it, it's not as much as, like, no, it should have no, been. No, it's
0: still its still very much, like, shot on the, fame, on the same film mm-hmm. stock, and it, it looks very much like part of the same film, movie. And I almost kind of wish, like, we're coming to the final, like, this is the climax mm-hmm. of the movie. I almost wish that maybe if they went, like, full saturation with it, it would have been a little bit more impactful. I mean, it's crazy, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, if nothing else, the way that they filmed that scene was what made me feel like that 70s vibe of, like, everything sped up and she's just kind of, like, barely moving faster than everybody
0: else. Yeah. Um, and, like, for it being so chaotic, there is also this, like, kind of sereneness about it. Like, it's kind of calm at the same time mm-hmm. because... Well, the music. Well, the, the music. The music yeah, choice the, for that yeah, scene Yeah, Tom is, York singing. Yeah, exactly. is a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. And Susie, who at this... So, so there is a plot twist in this film. Yes. Which is
1: that the, she was Mother Suspiria the entire time. Suspiria,
0: yeah, Suspiriorum the entire time, or or she became her at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do kind of want to bring that up when, when we get to the end. Um, and you know when she a- <laughs> when it's asked like you know what mother brought you yeah. brought you in here, and it's like Mother Suspiriorum, and she's like I am her, I am she, yeah, and then. She fucking like she summons death himself. I I, I guess it's either yeah, it's either it's death or a demon or something. It's
1: I think I looked it up. Like it actually is supposed to be like the Grim Reaper.
0: It fucking scary looking. Oh yeah, it's nuts looking. Like. And he just he just comes in and starts popping heads off mm-hmm. for everybody because there's kind of there's again something else that is kind of going on in this movie is there's like a power struggle going on with mm-hmm. who should be in charge of this school. Like Blanc is tired of it being ran at the way that it's ran, mm-hmm. she wants to take over essentially and make it more modern. Yeah. And everybody else is like too scared to fucking like pretty much do it. Essentially. Well, yeah, Cause
1: mother Marcos has been with this for like eons. Yeah. It seems so like.
0: like Marcos is, you know, the one. So when, 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 uh, when mother, Sus- uh, Suspiriorum like summons death, it's just pretty much like popping the heads of every- mm-hmm. everybody that voted against her. Essentially. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. Like,
1: it, it brings it back because then, it also has it where it's, like, all the women that, like, were, like, Mother Marcos. Yeah. It's just, you show a quick shot of them, and then, boom, their head's gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, and then, of course, you know, there's, like, the uh, like Sarah. She goes around, like, Suspirium goes mm-hmm. around to all of them and says, like, you know, what do you wish for? And it's pretty much just all of them are just, like, I want to die. Well, please. yeah, like, like, I'm, p- I'm, what I'm fucking done. What life are they living I'm right tired, now? I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Mia Goth's intestines are fully, like, out mm-hmm. of her stomach. Like, she's dead. So, yeah, she ends up killing all of them. Uh, and then, and then that's pretty much like that's the conclusion. And then we get an epilogue. Yes, which in my opinion, I loved it this time around. Mm. I thought it was great. I love that she came back to Kempler. So first off, it's funny as shit when he like when he leaves cuz he ends up getting brought in there yeah. during all that shit. And then when he leaves and his clothes are all fucked up, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like just he just like, left like a, a strip day. club. <laughs> like he left like a strip club at you know four a.m. and he's just like all yeah. fucked up and they just bring him
1: back. Yeah, they're just like watch your step, have yeah, a good yeah, night, yeah, yeah. get home safe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so funny. We're almost <laughs> ritualizing you. Um and when when she when uh, Mother Suspiriorum in Susie's body like comes to him in his bed and gives him kind of everything that he that he needed like to the know. Yeah, but then takes it away because she doesn't want him to live with that pain. Well, but, he, also, but he does get it though.
1: Yeah. Also I think like she takes away the knowledge of what happened at the school.
0: Yeah, well yeah, for, for sure that. I, I think that they did that before he even walked out. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, like she ends up kind of taking away everything like she knows she doesn't want him to like have to live with that essentially, but he does find out like what happened to his wife. And it's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, when she shows up in the movie for that brief second, it's like, it's fake. It's all like, yeah, because you're just like, what is happening? Like, something's off here. Like, what do you mean? Like, she's just here all of a sudden. But you and, like, her, and her story makes sense. Mm-hmm. But you just, like, you don't believe it. No, exactly. But you're right. You kind of do kind of hold out hope a little bit. You're like, mm-hmm. I hope this is kind of real.
1: Yeah, because it does seem like they're going back to, like, his apartment.
0: Right, yeah. And then they. it seems like they're almost maybe, like, like going on a date together or mm-hmm. something like they're walking and it's just, it's really beautiful. Um, and then when she like wipes his memory and then, you know, she, it, the, the last shot is their initials engraved onto the side of the house. It's, mm-hmm. it's like a perfect final shot yeah. in my opinion. It's, it's very cute. Yeah. And it, and it, it's just like not what you expect in a film that's about witches mm-hmm. and dancing.
1: Yeah. It is nice that like <laughs> kind of got like the last, little bit of it because he he gets brought in as like the first thing yeah and then he gets ended out as the last thing so it's like it kind of like shows you that's like you can have a meaningful side story yeah in my opinion like you you can have like this whole thing of like Kempler trying to investigate and also figure out what happened to his wife while still having the main story be about dancing witches Yeah,
0: and then not feeling and to me it doesn't feel like it's detracting or anything from like the original story like I, there's never a point where i'm like please like i don't care about this like yeah. can we please get back to the school like which is kind of surprising you know mm-hmm. um i think it's a it, it's so well made man this movie is incredible i think it's a very nice movie um it's not a very nice movie it's well, a, yeah. it's it's a great it's a great film but i wouldn't call it a nice it's i wouldn't a, call it it's a nice a movie nice film <laughs>
1: to <watch>. family friends <laughs> all gather around watch yeah. it
0: uh it's a great movie i think that um i think that it's worth a watch for sure uh and it, and it and if anything, you should watch the original as well. Mm-hmm. Um, how about that for a recommendation? But we'll probably end up doing the original. Maybe we'll do it during Halloween. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll break out the original.
1: Nice little little eight and a half hooks. Yeah. That's what I'm feeling I'm for. I'm feeling a,
0: a solid nine for this one for me. Um, I'm glad that we that we rewatched it. Uh, and I'm glad that uh, this is, I'll be honest, man. This might be, uh, so far, at least like this year, it's probably like uh, for the podcast. This mm-hmm. is probably like my favorite movie that we've done. Mm. Um, I think.
1: Yeah, just in terms of, like, themes and, like, what it has going Just everything, going on. man,
0: about it. It's fucking gorgeous. It, uh, the movies just... I just love this movie from, like, top to bottom, essentially. I did want to bring one thing up, though, which was, like... Like, do you think that Mother Suspiriorum... Like, has Susie been her her whole life? No. Or...
1: there, There's a point that, like, I was like, that's her. Um, and that I only got that from watching it two times around. But, like, when when uh, Madame Blanc, like, gives her that kind of power a little bit, like, in the hands and in the feet, yeah. and then, like, later on, like, on the back of her neck, it's almost to me that it's, like, she's she's inserting the power, and now, like, maybe Mother Susperiorum like, just needed that little bit of power to, like, break free. Because you get to the point later on where they're all at dinner together, and the way that Susie is looking at Blanc just gives this feeling where it's like you've, you've trained your successor. Like you, it's this subtle smile. That's like, you've given too much power to something that's now going to take control. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where like, it was kind of like starting. And then also like with the dreams, like there's a scene where, um, Blanc and, and, uh, Susie are having a conversation but they're doing it telepathically
0: yeah that's really cool It is, especially like when the witches bring everybody out for dinner yes and like they're all talking to each other Mm -hmm. having a good time but they're also having a telepathic conversation that nobody can hear yes fucking brilliant yeah
1: so like (laughs) so that was a point too where I was like she's become way more powerful than like she's leading on yeah so it's all it was leading up to that and then I was just like at that point like once we got to the ritual site where it's it's obvious now at this point that like she is Hesperiorum. like she's no longer Susie.
0: I guess I don't know. I'm I'm kind of fifty fifty on it because it's like then why was when she was a child was she so drawn to Berlin? Like there's that scene where mm. she's where she's you know go They're doing their homework together, mm-hmm. and she and she keeps going back to like on the map like Berlin, and the, the and the sister is like, no, we're not learning about that, and she keeps like bringing back Berlin. Mm-hmm. So it's like what other like what is is Suspiriorum like did she just choose her and like and then that's her like like she's she's somehow like communicating with this child and mm-hmm. she's like trying to bring her like you know she's trying to like lure her in essentially yeah and like kind of make her feel like destiny is like brought her to this point mm-hmm. or is it that she's been her all along and like that's just I don't know you, I don't, you don't I don't know. think she's
1: been her all along I think if nothing else like She's kind of been lying in wait in Susie for the right time to like appear.
0: Maybe. Yeah. I don't know, man. Questions. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, they, they don't flush it out enough, but yeah. like, it's still like, you still understand it by the end of it.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Um, great movie. Mm-hmm. Great film. Me like you. Me like you a lot. Um, uh, I have a recommendation. What could that be? So, uh, I kinda, I won't bring it up too much. Um, I told you that I'm like kind of working on like a film project mm-hmm. thing that I'm doing. Um, and I'm not not recommending that, at least not yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I wanted to recommend something that I'm because of this film project, like what it's doing, um, and it's like kind of forcing me to get go out and like meet people in our community, mm-hmm. um, which is something that I don't know. I think it's like really important. Like the more I meet people uh, who are doing like you know whatever like unique creative things, it's just like man, like you guys figured it out. Like you guys somehow like managed to like figure it out. Mm-hmm. And they have like these really interesting like thoughts. And like today I had a meeting this morning before I came here to do the podcast with the guy. And I could just listen to this guy talk, I think for like hours, honestly, <laughs> like he's just so he's first off, he's like, he's just a really great dude. Um, really, really great person. Um, but he has like all of these like life experiences and, and, and he's just really interesting. Um, so I don't know. There's something that I think that like not enough people do is go out and like talk to like your like like your shop owners like your local shop owners the people who are who are in the community trying to do things for the community essentially mm-hmm. um it's just like something that i think is kind of a lost art um so i don't know i don't know exactly what the the recommendation is just go out and like talk to people talk, like, to, people. talk, talk to your community mm-hmm. and like get to know people right because like There's just so many times where, you know, you just walk into like a, a, whatever, like a a franchise and you don't talk, you know, you're not, you're not getting to know the cashier or anything Mm -hmm. like that. But like going, going, walking in and like meeting the, the, the shop owner and like, oh, they made this product or they're, you know, and like, whatever, like their stories and all that. It's just, it's really cool to like be surrounded and, 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 uh, and know about like who, who you guys, who are your neighbors essentially. Nice. So, uh, I recommend doing that. Very heartwarming. Um, yeah, you know, nothing like nothing like a nice heartwarming recommendation after a bloodbath of a film. <laughs> um, Zach, what are we doing next? We
1: are going to be doing films that feel the same. So I figured we'll talk about, like, some films that we feel are, like, very similar, either by, like, Design, story, whatever you feel like is very similar, and then maybe maybe we'll we'll fight it out and see which one we like the best out of both.
0: Ooh, okay, cool. All right. So look forward to that. Zach, take us out.
1: All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Now, Frank, I wanna be this company's hands.